To express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be the Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Cooking demands attention, patience, and above all, a respect for the gifts of the earth. It is a form of worship, a way of giving thanks. By Judith B. Jones. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. I'm Andrea Smith, and today's show is about food and cooking. First off, Be The Star You Are has recently begun our 22nd year of service. We want to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported BTSYA over the years. We are so thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit www.btsya.org. Every dollar counts, and we will use the funds for our outreach programs. During the pandemic, as part of our disaster relief outreach program, Be the Star You Are showcases authors, artists, actors, musicians, and other creatives who have had their performances canceled by COVID-19. Make sure you are tuned in to Wednesdays with writers and performers and Super Smart Sundays, both broadcasting right here on the Voice America Network's Empowerment Channel. We have a fantastic show planned for you today. In segment two, you'll meet Ryan Rondeno, a private chef to the stars. In segment three, we will have our very own Cynthia Bryan telling us about her secret recipe sauce that has been passed down for over a hundred years. And right now, we are so pleased to have back on air reporting with us, Jack Palacos with his segment, Trends Without Ends. Hi, I'm Jack Palacos, and I'm really happy to be back today uh, with my segment. I'm going to be sharing some insights on one of my favorite topics, which happens to be food. And when it comes to food, I mostly think about taste and nutrition, but today we're going to be thinking beyond that. So what's going on with food trends in 2020, and what food influences and trends can we expect beyond this year? I'm just going to jump in with a trend that is expected to surface. It hasn't really surfaced too much yet, but I think it's interesting because it has been approached in the past, but it just never really seemed to catch on. Uh, And this trend happens to be using insects, uh, particularly crickets, as protein. And I, I know for a lot of people, this sounds pretty unappetizing, but in a lot of the world, the industry is actually booming. Along with crickets, there's an entire segment of insects that are considered for protein, such as ants, black soldier flies, mealworms, and beetles. And if you don't find it appealing, it's actually pretty plausible that you're probably eating it anyway. And you're probably wondering how it could be possible that you're eating insects without knowing it. But you might not realize this, but insect protein is actually used a lot for animal feed and prepared in different foods and beverages. So you're not actually directly consuming it, but you might be indirectly consuming the same 
proteins um, from different types of insects. Uh, crickets can also be made into cricket into cricket flour, and anyone who wants to consume or sell this complete protein can add it to bread, pancakes, pastas, sauces, protein powder, protein bars, and even cereal. The list is endless. The insect market in 2019 was around $312 million and is expected to reach over a billion dollars by 2025. One of the drivers for using this protein is that it has a very limited effect on the environment uh, when compared to other proteins. Um, but enough about crickets. And speaking of the environment and sustainability, one of the new trends that we've been seeing uh, is actually people considering the options on the coldness of foods. So you might not have considered this. I know I definitely didn't, but cold beverages actually do have an impact on the environment, uh, specifically just with sustainability in general, uh, as well as climate change. So it, it makes sense that in the coming years, you can actually probably expect to uh, pay more for a cold water bottle in a store versus one that is sold at room temperature, just because of the full cost pricing and the environmental impact that it takes to keep the water cold for a long period of time. Uh, and another fun trend that I'm looking forward to is what is called the varietal trend. And this is about the offering of different varieties of food. So we might all be familiar with a wide selection of apples, for example, but we can look forward to a much, much wider variety of common foods like cauliflower choices. There is the purple, which uh, has a good appeal because it has the same antioxidants as red wine. Or you might choose the cheddar hybrid, which is a bright orange cauliflower and packed with a whopping 25 times more beta carotene than regular white cauliflower. Another trend going on at the same time is zero waste cooking. And this concept is all about using the entire food product, including the pieces that we normally would just toss into the trash. For instance, a person could be using the leaves of cauliflowers in addition to the actual vegetable itself. And other ideas might be to use the butternut squash seeds roasted as a snack. Uh, this idea is already popular on the show Master Chef, where they frequently include the scraps challenge, where chefs are challenged to make fantastically edible dishes using all of the parts of food, including the parts that are normally discarded. Uh, another similar trend to this is uh, called the next overs idea. And this is just essentially creating a habit of using all the leftovers either as a base or in addition to your meals in the following days. So even if you're not going to use all parts of a food in one meal, uh, people sometimes will save them now so that they can use them for their meals the next day. Because uh, not only does this save money and time, but yet again, it also actually helps the environment because leftovers generally end up in a landfill. and in the landfill, it's broken down by bacteria, which can create greenhouse gases, which can ultimately contribute to climate change. And it's also just good in general not to waste food uh, because it'll save you money. And it's just overall, uh, it's just better not to be wasteful. Yeah, thank you so much, Jack. That was so interesting to hear about the different trends in food. Like I never really thought of trends in food before and some of the things that you were saying were really interesting especially the trend about eating insects it's funny because I just read an article about that the other day about how insects might be the next move towards food sustainability like in the next few decades and so I was curious, have you ever tried any of the cricket chips or protein? And if not, would you be open to it? Uh, I have never tried any form of insect protein. Um, but I think, I think I would be open to it. I don't know if I could make a habit out of it or even do it more than once. But I, I, I would definitely be open to trying it and at least seeing uh, what I think of it before I make a definitive opinion on it. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like I would be a little sketched. Um, <laughs> I it, but you know, 
I feel like it's good to try everything. So maybe one day I will build up the courage to try it. And so what is the strangest food you've ever tried speaking about insects and crickets? Uh, well, I personally have not, um, I have not really tried any foods that would be considered, uh, that like strange or unique in the sense that, uh, like to us, an insect sounds, uh, really like strange and unique. Um, but what I guess uh, one of the more interesting foods I had was, um, a couple months ago, I was eating dinner at an authentic Mexican restaurant and for dessert, they had deep fried ice cream and deep fried cheesecake, which I thought um, was just interesting because I, I didn't really consider that ice cream could be deep fried, which it, it I found out it definitely can be. It was very good. Um, but that I, I don't really have that big of a variety of interesting foods I've tried, but I'd say that was definitely among the most interesting uh, foods I've tried. It was also yeah. the best foods, too. <laughs> Yeah, deep fried ice cream. That sounds really interesting. You know, at my high school's homecoming, they have a deep fried truck and then they deep fry like anything, deep fried Oreos, um, like deep fried, like I can't really like think of others right now, but like they have Oreos, marshmallows, like all these different things that they deep fried and everybody seems to love it. So yeah. <laughs> And speaking about trends and food trends in particular, did you come across any other unexpected trends? Uh, I did, actually. Uh, one of the more unique trends that I came across is edible packaging. Uh, some researchers from the University of Nottingham have created packaging that is both edible and biodegradable. So this, this product is used to package foods in a similar way to plastic wrap, for example, except it's made from carbohydrates and proteins. So in some cases, depending on the wrap, you could actually consume the wrap just as it is. Or uh, in if you don't want to consume the wrap, since it's made of organic matter, it would decompose in the environment uh, relatively quickly and not really cause any harm. And the other benefit of this too is uh, if a bird, for example, were to pick up plastic wrap and eat it, it would be pretty bad for its digestive system Can't because it can't really digest plastic. But if it happened to eat the biodegradable plastic wrap, since it's already made of carbohydrates and proteins, the bird would be fine. It wouldn't really have any effect on it. So I think that's, that's um, a pretty cool innovation. Yeah, I agree. That is so cool because plastic waste is such a big problem, especially in our oceans. And it's devastating to see the effects of that. And so having a biodegradable packaging and one that you can eat, I think that's really awesome. And so are there any food trends that are easy for us to make part of our food diet right now? Uh, well, yeah, if you're looking to be a food trend center, uh, a food trend setter, then uh, one very good option to use is the chickpea or the garbanzo bean. Uh, I think a lot of people have definitely eaten hummus, but that's not, um, although that's the main use of a chickpea, it has a lot of other functions. For existence, there's chickpea flour, which can be used in everything from uh, like pizza crust or Anything that you need to bake with flour normally, you can use chickpea flour, which has a lot of benefits because it's very high in protein. So it's a pretty good replacement for um, meat in like vegan and vegetarian diets. If you're looking to increase your protein consumption, but you don't want to add a lot of meat in your diet, then using chickpea instead of flour uh, can be very beneficial due to the protein. And chickpea is also a great source of vitamins and minerals and fiber. So it's overall a lot better than flour for you. I haven't personally tried it, but I've read good things about it. And I'm assuming that it works almost just as well. So 
I definitely recommend giving it a shot if you're looking to increase some plant-based protein in your diet. Yeah, I've never tried that, but I've had hummus before and it's so good. So I'll definitely look into it. And so thank you so much, Jack, for coming to the show today. I really loved our conversation and learning about these new food trends. So thank you. And show your love for more segments by donating to the BTSYA 501c3 literacy charity that brings you this program at bethestarur.org. And keep listening for more as we interview our guest in the next segment. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit expressyourselfteenradio.com for information. That's expressyourselfteenradio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. listening to express yourself on the voice america kids channel where teens talk and the world listens express yourself is produced by star style productions llc as an international outreach program of be the star you are charity for more information about our show visit expressyourselfteenradio.com now back to our star teens Thanks for staying with us here at Express Yourself on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm Andrea Smith, and we are here today with Chef Ryan Rondeno, personal chef to the stars and CEO of Rondeno Culinary Designs and Rondeno Spice Collection. Ryan fell in love with culinary arts from a very young age. Training with some of the most legendary chefs, Ryan became a master at his trade with multicultural cuisine that speaks volumes among some of the most notable celebrities in the industry. From basic tips to insider guide to being a celebrity private chef, Ryan has got it covered. Having cooked for Ashton Cut. Kutcher, Diddy, Ben Affleck, Will Smith, Common, Tyrus Gibson, Robert Smith, Mercedes-Benz, Lamborghini, Exhibit, LA Philharmonied, and much more. It's no wonder Chef Ryan Rondeno is shaking up the restaurant industry with his line of cookbooks, spices, and rubs bringing elegant dishes, bold flavor, and simple technique to the home front. Not to mention that he finished in the top 10 finalists at the World Food Championships. Ryan is now making his lavish recipes available to people across the U.S. as he offers some trade secrets, training through simple technique, tips and tricks, and of course, prime signature recipes for all ages. With a strong passion for French, Italian, and regional American cuisine, his focus remains on local, sustainable cuisine with a strong emphasis on bold flavors, not to mention the love of New Orleans cuisine and fresh California flavors. We are so excited to have him with us today on the show. Welcome to Express Yourself, Ryan. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. What about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm so excited to be here with you. So let's get right into it. 
So what made you first decide that you were going to be a chef? And did you have any doubts along the way? Um, I mean, I, I don't think there were any doubts along the way. Um, it was just something that was, I, I, I guess it was a, a hidden passion growing up, you know, um, something that you know, no, no one never knew about really until I announced it. Like I'm, I'm switching my major in college to culinary arts, then, you know, in the bags out. So, um, that's where, you know, but I really fell in love with it. Just watching, um, family cook, aunts, uncles, grandfather, uh, so, you know, you kind of learn, you know, more of the Southern style, just kind of just sit back and just observing, you know, how, how things were prepared and done. Yeah. And do you remember your first meal that you've ever cooked? And did you think at that moment, like, was it love at first sight that you knew that it was your passion for life? Um. Yeah, my actually my first meal that I've cooked, uh, it was what ten years old. Was um, breakfast, breakfast, you know, just just a traditional breakfast, nothing, um, and not nothing crazy, nothing out the water, you know. Um, I'm from the south, so we we had to have grits. You gotta have eggs, you know. So oh, of course, <laughs> um, you know, bacon, you know, things like that. So. Um, for me, it was just, I'm eating breakfast, but for, um, uh, some, some people, um, there, they might, might have saw it another way. So, uh, one, one day mention, you may, you may become a chef one day, you know, you, you just sit there and look at it like, yeah, okay. And you just, you just keep eating cause you're hungry. So it really didn't, it really didn't matter at that time. But at, at that time, you know, you know, there was something that was spoken into into light, into the future. So um, here I am today, you know, Chef Ryan. Oh, that is so cool. And how did you get your big break in working with legendary chefs? Which well-known chefs did you train? Um, well, it, it started with my... Um, I'm, I'm coming, coming. Well, I'm still in culinary school, but during that time, we had to do um, internships. So you're kind of just picking and choosing where you want to go. Do you want to stay local? Do you want to go out of town? Do you want to go out the country? What do you want to do? What, what's your focus? And I decided, you know, I really want to focus on um, Louisiana, regional Louisiana cuisine. So I, I decided to stay home and. My first internship was with uh, Chef and Kearney at Peristyle, which we did for a year. Then um, after that, which was a, gr a great experience as well. After that, I went. I moved on to um, working with uh, Chef Emeril Lagasse. So um, that was. I, I started as another internship in which I initially stayed on as an employee. Wow, that must have been such a cool experience. And in your time of cooking, what is your favorite meal of all time to cook? Of all time? Yes. That's, that's, that's a, well, I don't know. That's, that's a bright question because that could be a lot of things. Um, I love seafood. I love seafood, but I also love um, barbecue is a favorite of mine. So I guess it just depends if it's if it's for me, uh, it's going to be seafood hands down. No no questions asked. Um, soft shell crab is a favorite of mine. Uh, crab cakes are a favorite of mine. Um, a, a lot a lot of different varieties of shrimp. You know, even being on the West Coast, you're able to taste like uh, Santa Barbara prawns. You're able to taste like uh, sweet Argentinian shrimp. Um, so those are a couple that you're able to taste. Uh, Ridgeback shrimp up in Santa Barbara, which is um, very good shrimp on this side. So, But I'm still able to bring in some of the seafood from the Gulf, some from the East Coast. So it's kind of goes hand in hand to really what I really want to eat uh, for that particular moment. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I personally love jambalaya. Oh, uh -huh. I 
I recently I recently went to Nashville, Tennessee, and I had jambalaya there. It was so good. And what kind of um, what kind of jambalaya did you have? Um, I'm not entirely sure. I know it was like medium spice. Mm-hmm. And there was shrimp and chicken and rice. And it was just so good. <laughs> awesome. And so how do you know when to, how do you know what flavors and spices work well together when you're cooking? Uh, I, I think it's, I think what I, what I like to tell most people, especially um, uh, beginning cooks is once you, once you figure out the, your, your foundation of your, your cooking techniques, you can go move forward and kind of determine what spices and what flavors go with what. So if I'm cooking cooking steak, you know, you want something strong, bold, flavorful that's going to really stand up to the steak. Um, if, you know, if I'm cooking seafood or maybe, you know, you can something herbaceous, light, floral, um, citrus notes, lemon notes. So, so um, those things that I look for, you know, in, in, in those flavors. Um, same thing with chicken. Chicken go, for me, chicken go hand in hand. You, you can go light or you can go bold. So it, um, just using different spices, just learning how to use a spice because it's more than just, you know, dumping uh, some spice on a, a piece of protein and just keep moving on because you can really bring out flavors within the spice, toast the spice, really bring, release the oils to really give you a magnificent uh, dish moving forward. So it just, um, you know, at, at what point do I toast these spices? Or or even at what point do I add salt? What at what point do I add pepper? Because salt helps enhance uh, those flavors as well. Wow. Yeah, when I whenever I start cooking, it always ends up going very badly. <laughs> I never <laughs> know like how to mix the spices together. But one mm-hmm. time I tried cooking chicken, like this special chicken, and I ended up burning it. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. And so getting back into celebrity cooking, how did you get known and asked for? Um, I think just, um, doing, doing events and doing parties, you know, um, um, for, for me, it's, to me, it, you you only, only as good as your last meal. So, you know, being, being in Los Angeles, Los Angeles, you never know who's going to taste your food. So at, at these parties, I would, uh, I would get a lot of referrals, a lot of referrals from different guests. And the the list would it just grow magnificently. So now I'm cooking for um, so many different people, so many different uh, celebrities. So now, only within that, you know, Coke or they're, they're passing your name around. You know, Chef Frank can do this, or Chef Frank can do that. So now it's just growing to where, you know, I, I can start bringing in people to kind of help me um, make this happen as well. And are there specific recipes that stars ask for, or how do you know what to cook for them? Um, not necessarily. Uh, I guess, you know, uh, not necessarily. You know, it's pretty much do your own. I mean, they, they trust me. They trust my, my style of cooking. So we we collaborate with the menu. Okay, this is what we're going to have for the evening. And um some may like it, some may not. And so we just kind of just go back and forth till we agree on um, a meal for the evening. Because oh. e- even though um, everything I do is customized, customized to each each different event because everyone's different. Everyone's at the party is different. Right. So, you know, we, li- we live in the day and age. I can't have this. I'm gluten this. I'm uh, allergic to this or allergic to that. So it's so many different styles. You have to really uh, balance to create a great menu. Yeah, definitely. Like adapting to what people want and like right. they're in. Yeah. And do you cook for them at their homes or from your kitchen? No, we're, we're, at, we're at their homes. 
Oh, okay. That's cool. So you must have been in like some really cool houses before. Yeah, uh, I've, I've seen many, 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 many beautiful homes in L.A. Oh, um, I can imagine. It's It's been crazy. I mean, the, uh, I always I always say the craziest kitchen I've been in was a um, uh, this this one producer. Um, it's probably my dream kitchen. This is this is bananas. I mean, er- everything you will want was in there. You know, wow. um, it's like uh, different ovens, multiple ovens. Um, even one, just to, if I want to roast a whole pig, I can just drop a pig in there. No questions. Whoa. You know, um, fryers, flat top grills, um, French style burners, um, everything you needed, it, it was there. Wow, that is so cool. And <laughs> does that happen like frequent, frequently or is it kind of a rare occurrence? Nah, that was a rare, that's like a once in a lifetime <laughs> occurrence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so it's you. You have to take advantage of it. Yeah, definitely. And did that producer cook? Like, did he like cooking a lot, or did he hire chefs? Um, no, I, I believe he hired chefs. You know, oh. so it was, I guess, between different chefs, it was a collaboration of what's needed in the kitchen. So, oh um, yeah, so that just grew to this dream right, exactly. kitchen. <laughs> exactly. Wow, that's so cool. And with COVID nineteen and like everything going on, are you still going to their homes, or how is that affecting you? Uh, I'm still I'm still going to homes. I'm still doing. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not doing big events. I'm doing small events. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, that, that these things are still manageable. You know, of course, you, you got a mask up. Yes. You know, so <laughs> it's like, yes. Uh, <laughs> but it must get hot, though, inside the kitchen with a mask it, on, too. It, it does. It does. I mean, especially like when, when it was um, uh, the peak of summer. Yeah, that that's when it was very uncomfortable. Um, yeah. But, you know, in, in, in your mind, you have to know, OK, this is only a couple hours. Let's get this done and so we can uh move on and does it make it harder to smell the food like when you have your mask on does that affect at all the way you cook uh no it doesn't it doesn't because i mean i can you know um remove my mask i still have to taste the food so i gotta do these things to really help put uh quality food out so i'm still able to taste food like um like i don't have a mask on Oh, okay. That's cool. And then at these events, what are they, like, especially during COVID, what do they look like? Are they inside, outside? Do people keep their distance? No, they're outside. Oh, okay. Outside. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I'm about to say. <laughs> uh, no, they're, they're all outside and, um, you know, people respectable, six feet, you know, so um, that, that's what you normally see. Oh, okay, that, you know, that's good. Or you have to think about okay, if it's a if it's a birthday dinner, it's like you, you, you can't you can't serve a birthday cake with candles on it anymore. Or yeah. at least right now. So we have to cut the cake, put the candle um on on the um what is it, birthday boy or girl, g- give them their piece with the candle on it and then distribute pieces to everyone else. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And when you get your food, do you go to a specific farmer's market or do you have a garden? Um, different, different farmer's markets, different stores. Um, you know, always find, find unique products to really um, uh, tailor to that menu. You know, uh, you know, my goal is to not really just give them a, a dinner, but give them an experience. So if I'm if I'm able to do that, you know, I'm I'm not winning for the night. 
Wow, I would love to try one of your meals. <laughs> it's making me hungry just talking about it. <laughs> and it's, so, it's always open, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe one day mm-hmm. after, maybe one day I'll get the chance. <laughs>、yeah. And so, who, what celebrities have you cooked? Can you tell us a little bit about them and what the experience was like?、Um, I mean, well, you, you've mentioned Tyrese.、Um, that, that was a great experience. I, I've cooked for his. Last time I cooked for him was his.、Um, I don't know if you remember his CD, The Black Rose. Oh, yes. Yes.、Um, so I, I had a chance to do his CD release party. That is so awesome. Yeah, That's so, so cool. I, I've cooked for that.、Um, I've cooked for、uh, Common when he won an Oscar.、Um, Whoa. Him, him and John Legend, yeah, I, I, I've cooked for that.、Um, athletes like、uh, Willie McGinnis.、Um, who else?、Um, Will Smith, you know, so I had a chance to cook for him with that. Wow. And, you know, must, so er,、yeah. everyone knows that. How is he? It's like, it must it's like be watching so, the Fresh Prince. <laughs> yeah, it must be so interesting to see kind of these celebrities behind the scenes, you know, at their homes. Like, I, I mean, it, it, it is. I mean, they're, they're in a different light. You know, they're, they're not in work mode. Some are in work mode, some are not. So it just depends on where you are.、Um, But also, you know, there, there are different ones that you, you know, you really get to learn from too. You know, their work ethic is, you know, very strong. How do you get to a certain point?、Um, so you, you kind of learn from them in that aspect also. Yeah. As they, it, as, as they learn from you too. So it's, it's, it goes hand in hand. Yeah. And so speaking of like learning experiences, who, Inspired you and who were your teachers?、Uh, I, I had a lot of teachers. Um, I, I, well, um, work wise, that I've, I've had a chance to experience hand, hand in hand.、Um, and Kearney was one, Irma Lagasse was another.、Um, I learned from chefs like、um, uh, Susan Minnick, who was on Iron Chef.、Um, Uh, off the mark,、um, that I, I haven't had a chance to cook with、um, Mark Forgion, which is a favorite of mine, Daniel Ballou, Andrew Carminelli,、um, Donald Link, who else?、Um, you know, Marcus Samuelson, he's another one. So, I mean, the list goes on and on that you really can、um, tell your style to Bobby Flay,、uh, Eric Repair. So, I mean, it, it can go on and on. So, I mean, so many people you can take things from and just really、uh, develop your own repertoire of cooking. Yeah, that is so cool. And I just really would love to try your food. <laughs> One of our reporters, Jack, he ordered your spices.、Um, yes. His dad is really big into barbecuing. So, he is very excited. Oh,、and、awesome. Yeah. And so, where can listeners buy your food, spices,、um, catering, et cetera?、Uh, so, they, they can、um, buy my spices on my website at、uh, rondinoculinarydesigns.com. And also, they can find me if they want to book me for an event or just or, or a dinner experience,、uh, rondinoculinarydesigns.com or、um, reaching out to me online.、Um, Um, on Instagram at NolaChef212 or at, at Rondino Culinary or even through、uh, Facebook,、uh, Rondino Spice Collection, Rondino、um, Culinary Designs. Also,、uh, Twitter, also, so at Chef Ryan Rondino. So, those are some outlets, you know, if they want to、uh, sit back and learn and see what we do. And、um, don't be afraid to ask questions because, you know, we're very, very approachable, always answering questions. So,、um, You know, that, that's the goal in life to really teach, teach people to move forward. Yeah, definitely. And do you have a big staff right now?、Uh, no,、uh, everything's a lot of things are contracted out, you know. So,、um, you know, a lot, a lot of different 
chefs are doing, doing their own thing, trying to trying to find out what works for them during this time. You know, so um, think things go hand in hand for you know what people do. Well, thank you so much, Brian, for coming on the show today. Uh, it was so cool to hear about your story and a little bit of an insider's look into your career and being a chef for celebrities. That is just so awesome. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. So check out www.rondonculinarydesigns.com to learn more about Ryan, see his weekly menus, and view his books and spices available on sale now. He is also serving up a variety of menu options available for home delivery from organic premium ingredients to family style and to catered meals. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at Chef Ryan Rondeno, Instagram at Rondeno Culinary, and Facebook at Rondeno Culinary Designs. It has been such a pleasure to speak with Ryan today. I'm Andrea Smith. Please show your love for more segments by donating to the BTSYA 501c3 literacy charity that brings you this program at bethestarur.org. Keep listening for more as we have Cynthia Bryan in the next segment. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit expressyourselfteenradio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. listening to express yourself on the voice america kids channel where teens talk and the world listens express yourself is produced by star style productions llc as an international outreach program of be the star you are charity for more information about our show visit expressyourselfteenradio.com now back to our star teens Welcome back to Express Yourself. This hour is all about cooking and food, and we are thrilled to have our very own Cynthia Bryan on the show today. She is a New York Times bestselling author of several books, TV radio personality and producer, lecturer and enrichment coach specializing in acting, media, writing, speaking, and life success. Cynthia is the founder and executive director of the Be The Star You Are 501c3 charity empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, improved positive media message, and skills for living. Since 1998, she has produced and hosted the weekly upbeat Lifestyle International radio broadcast, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Cynthia created and produces this young adult radio show, Express Yourself, for the Voice America Network Empowerment Channel. She writes for magazines, newspapers, and online sites. She lights up every room she walks into, and in this segment, she will be telling us all about cooking and about a very special sauce that has been passed down by her family for over a hundred years. So welcome to the show, Cynthia. Thank you so much for being here. 
Oh, Andrea, it's so fun to be on the show with you. Finally, you are doing such an amazing job. You've got the secret sauce for being a host. <laughs> oh, thank you. So can you tell us about the secret sauce? I've been well, dying you know, to it's know not about that it's it. Even secret. It's like um, I am Italian and and what's handed down is handed down verbally and by watching. So there are no recipes that are written down, except before I tell you what's in the, in the sauce is, uh, I remember when I was a little girl and my mom was asked to do, be participating in a cookbook. And it was so funny because she has, she was like the most amazing cook. And my nanny, who is my grandmother, she was an amazing, everybody in my family, they were all amazing cooks. I mean, people just like, you know, had saliva coming out of their mouth when, <laughs> when uh, because they just were just, it didn't matter what they did. They were all gardeners. And I think that kind of sometimes being a great cook is if you're a good gardener, because gardeners experience nature and using their senses. And, you know, they snip and smell and nibble and feel and see and do all that stuff. And they kind of know what goes together. But anyway, yeah. when she was asked to do this recipe book, uh, they they actually needed things measured, and she was like, "Oh, Mamma Mia! I, I'm not, <laughs> I can't I can't do uh, I can't measure stuff. You know, you a little bit of this, you throw a little bit of that. You know, da da da." And it's so funny because I have the cookbook that she participated in, where she has like ten recipes in, and if you follow those recipes, it's gonna turn out horrible because <laughs> she she just made it up she made up she wanted to say a little of this and a little of that but it's not what was in it so let me tell you what I was going to talk about because it's autumn now it's harvest time and besides eating our tasty produce this is such a great opportunity to go out and pick all your herbs and you know to use the fresh herbs or to go ahead and dry or freeze them so this is our Italian family spaghetti sauce, quote unquote, recipe. <laughs> All right. And again, <laughs> there is nothing written down. So everything except for the pasta itself or the meat that went in it came from the garden. And um, and what in a metal a, a pestle and mortar? Do you know what those are? It's like where you the old time grinding up. So, oh yes, yeah. My exactly. grandma uses yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Well, I still use the authentic one that goes back. I don't know how many years. It's probably at least seventy years old. In any case, and you grind together oregano, sage, rosemary, and thyme. Now, a lot of people would rather just put it in a blender. And if that's easier for you, go ahead and do it. How much of each of them? I can't tell you because I, 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 this is radio. If I was doing a TV show now, I would show you. Basically, it's just a handful of everything, right? Yeah. Then chop up some red and yellow onions and several cloves of garlic. And you can never have too much garlic. <laughs> never, 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 never. <laughs> Unless you're allergic, of course. Okay, and then you saute the onions and garlic and olive oil until they're translucent, and then you stir in chopped mushrooms. Now, as a kid, we used to actually go and forage for mushrooms on our ranch. I wouldn't do it anymore, um, so just go ahead and buy your mushrooms. Again, as many mushrooms as you want. Add three or four whole bay leaves and a handful of those mashed herbs. You're going to put that all in to the olive oil and the onions and the garlic that's sauteing. And then you um, add your meat. So you gently brown your meat. It can be whatever you want, ground beef, lamb, pork, chicken, into the mixture. And But if you want, if you're vegetarian, just skip the meat completely because it's really good even without meat. It's so yummy. Then you cut up six to 10 tomatoes into small pieces. And then you smash half of the tomatoes, uh, but you add the cut pieces to the sauce and the rest you just hold on to it makes like a tomato paste pour in red wine we usually use a whole bottle <laughs> <Any red> wine. <laughs> tear four or five basil leaves and stir them into the pot continue adding more wine as necessary <laughs> simmer on low heat for several hours until all the, fl the flavors are melted together and then you turn off the burner to let it sit 
Um, and usually it's better if you start it early in the morning and you let it go all day long because it tastes much better. And then at the end, you sprinkle sea salt and ground pepper to taste. Optional ingredients are peppers and eggplant. And then you um, to make a puttanesca, you could add olives and capers. The final sauce is going to be thick, rich, delicious. Don't be afraid to make it in advance because the flavors are more delectable the next day. You can freeze the extra sauce. You can can it. I make a big pot. And then you pour it over spaghetti, ravioli, lasagna, or any pasta you want. Toss lightly with more sauce. Top with chopped, uh, chopped parsley, torn basil leaves, some grated Parmesan. Serve with a crusty sourdough, like a romaine lettuce salad, and a glass of your, um, you know, some kind of red wine if you're over 21. And finish off your meal with some fall fruits, a bunch of grapes, tangerines, Asian pears, figs, and buon appetito. <laughs> wow. And we're down to the end of the show, but it is so good. And look at you don't have to measure anything. Just throw it all in the pot and let it simmer. You are going to love this sauce, truly. It is so, so yummy. Yeah, that makes me excited to just experiment. And yes, I hope you do before the next show and you tell me how it turns out. Again, oh, just I definitely it will. Well, it sounds so you. good. Thank you. thank you so much. Oh, and people can check out the website, CynthiaBryan.com. Yes, and so thank you so much, Cynthia, for being on the show with us today. I am hungry just thinking about that. Me too, so, I'm hungry now. Yeah, so thank you for being on the show. Be sure to check out Cynthia at her website again, www.cynthiabryan.com. Please be sure to tune into her radio show on Wednesdays right here on the Voice America's Empowerment Channel. Please support Be The Star You Are and find information on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs at bethestarur.org. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. As always, we express our gratitude to Star Style Productions' Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. And thanks to our guests from across the world. And thank you to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. Always remember to speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you will let yourself